0: Welcome back to Functional Fun. I'm Caitlin, your host, and today we have Mike Watkins. Hey guys. A former co, former co-host, uh, if you guys remember from last year. That's right.
1: <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah. to be back. <laughs> yeah, it's nice
0: to have you back on here. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, Mike's fieldwork experience over uh, this past summer, and then now, and you're almost done technically. Yeah,
1: getting close. At five weeks left, this is week seven and like I keep thinking sometimes you know five weeks or a month from now it's not you know a day I'm just thinking a day ahead so like I can't even see what's happening down that yeah (laughs) whereas before it was kind of like plan 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 during the semester so Mm
0: -hmm. so where were you uh in the summer where were you placed first I was
1: at a skilled nursing facility uh, Sunterra if I can say that without getting in trouble
0: (laughs) (laughs) in yeah Springfield so how was it like
1: well it was started off kind of kind of bumpy Mm -hmm. but and that's just with getting you know clinical instructors down and getting like the logistics of everything but after the dust settled everything was pretty Mm -hmm. great um great CIs um great um, uh, managers there and then you get to work with people who are geriatric or people who are dealing with um you know different conditions that are just healing up to go home
0: wow that's awesome yeah I uh well, I didn't volunteer, but I shadowed in a sniff okay. uh, back in college, and I really liked it. I thought it was very interesting, and I don't. Know, it, it was also a little sad for me, I yeah. think, <laughs> just because it, it just reminded me of my grandparents. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I thought the diagnoses were very interesting. And I feel like they're just, it's just a different world versus maybe like a cute or oh, something yeah. else. You know, definitely
1: so. yeah, the Jerry. Well, yeah, the Jerry world has sniff kind of get to see people if you're into um, I guess stories with your grandparents and yeah. like being around them for you know that time you kind of get that feeling and you sometimes develop these relationships which help out the treatment mm-hmm. um, and you really get to plan sometimes with that uh, skilled nursing whereas uh, in different settings you might not have as much planning time to like either look on the patient or um, you know get a treatment plan down if you're even doing your treatment um, at the skilled nursing it was really fun to see how Um, And mine was, I guess, ran not solely by Medicare, but it was around Medicare. So you'll you'll get into insurances and hopefully see the difference with different facilities. But this one, you dealt with people who were, um, yeah, going to be recovering after at least one week or two week periods, um, stroke, TIA, Mm -hmm. um, just having falls, a lot of falls for people who are older, a lot of hip replacements, a lot of knees. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at ortho, you're looking at some neuro. Um a lot of new ed for people who are trying to balance and things like that. So um you get to be creative. <laughs> wow, that's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. Um how big was the therapy staff, I guess? Cause the one I went to it was pretty small and but they did have uh one PTA and then one OTA.
1: Okay, yeah. Um this spot had like four around four codas, I think four to five uh PTAs, uh one OT, one to two PTs at a time and then you'd have prn um you know either after 5 or 6 o'clock if you mm-hmm. uh, no one got to if you didn't get to certain things or on the weekend if people had were admitted then you'd have some prn then on the weekends. so but it's a little bit more limited on the weekend um, did you
0: go in on the weekends too sometimes not there okay
1: yeah that was just monday through friday um and it was consistent so there wasn't anything where i had to be uh, wondering what time i came in or um there were some things where i, w- I wasn't so used to about like you know documentation and maybe working a little bit more through your lunch than you're used to mm-hmm. or um, making sure you have um, your I guess, materials before going to see a patient like doing a lot more charting as opposed to just trying to see what they need right after the bat through in an interview and then going to get your items so a lot of um, procedural things that you don't think about when you're in class yeah you get to see right there and you're like oh okay this is gives me my rhythm this is what gives me the most confidence to go into a room with a patient to see what they need and then to execute.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Were there any other students there too in the same boat as you or?
1: No, I was actually their first student. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) that's fun. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to, uh, you know, our um, Dr. Swanson for getting us that uh, contract and everything else because it was really fun to see how, you know, when people came in there and the average, um, I guess, person around here or, or worldwide or nationwide doesn't necessarily know that a skilled nursing facility is different from a nursing home. Yeah. They think it's the same and, oh, no, they're sending me to the nursing home from the it's, hospital. Yeah, it's and,
0: different.
1: You know, and, yeah, it's extremely different because you get uh, an hour of PT, an hour of OT, so they're pumping you every day.
0: Wow. Yeah, Monday
1: through Friday. <laughs> people
0: are getting a workout.
1: Definitely. I'm a, I need that regimen yeah, <laughs> you know, to stay afloat. Nice schedule.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's really cool. I I am excited to get into field work, and I did put sniff as one of the okay. like I think like the top three. Nice, if I remember nice. correctly. But yeah, I think it's a really cool uh, environment to work in. I feel like you meet a lot of cool people mm-hmm. too. You know, with all of them having different stories and different backgrounds, and I oh, I think it's fun. I think you could definitely learn on your feet from there too.
1: Yeah, and the disciplines you receive so much insight from your PTs, OTs, uh, or your codas. Um, and that like speech, I got a lot of SPL that I didn't think I would necessarily see. Mm-hmm. And you know, in school we learned so much about the COG um, and different assessments that we're seeing as OT, which is great. But when you have that discipline on board and they're specializing in that, then you can be more specialized in your areas as well, fine motor tasks, uh, sequencing, um, rea, things like like that. Um, and we learned so, much, so many assessments. Um, mm-hmm. At this particular site, we use task analysis and observation to kind of see what a patient's doing and how to, grade it based on what you know they're showing us so if they're you know mod for stand or mod for bed mobility and then they're min to mod for standing and then they their toileting is and pericare cares about min max you're looking at all that and seeing what they can do and then offering your assistance you know based on how they are presenting so
0: yeah that's really cool so um so for this uh, field work this oh, currently is for this fall. Mm-hmm. So where are you at now?
1: Uh, I'm at Mercy Acute Care.
0: Oh, so totally different. Yeah, so very on the other side, almost of the spectrum. So well, how is ki- kind of? Yeah,
1: I'm actually getting the patients that they're discharging. Oh, that's so so cool. um, Let me back up. So at at Sunterra, I would get um, patients from Mercy Acute.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. That's awesome. Some of
1: the uh, students that I would see in in my cohort, I would see their student signatures and then their (laughs) um, clinical instructors, you know, uh, authoring them and signing them as well. So it was cool to see how the transition would be.
0: Yeah, that is very cool because I feel like we were talking more about that this semester. Okay. And I would, and like for me personally, I always wonder like, you know, what does that look like after or before? Ooh. Or, you know, just in general, like just seeing the whole process versus just like your setting. So that's really cool. Right. And it's
1: at first I'm like, okay, I, I got this a little bit. You know, I just came from the skilled nursing. I kind of mm-hmm. see what the patients look like when they come from the hospital. I'm pretty confident I can go in there and, mm-hmm. you know, do what I have to do. But you really don't understand. You don't know what it is client can give you what they're really going through until you're I mean you'll chart and see what uh, emergency has done would see what other doctors have done and but you're not getting any levels of what they can do (laughs) so whereas the skilled nursing facility I would see what they did at the hospital at the Mm -hmm. hospital I'm seeing if they did anything in emergency or anything on admittance if not then it's me who has to say all right well you're max times two to get up or (laughs) you couldn't or you know there were certain uh, issues or, or that I couldn't see because of, um, them not being awake or, yeah. you know, so there's, it's a, the acute setting is very, um, nuanced. <laughs> yes,
0: I agree. I just had my clinical day there, um, about a month ago Okay. and I thought it was very cool. I liked like learning about all the different diagnoses and I liked just meeting people mm-hmm. like, you know, every, you know, 30 minutes, it could be, you know, and then just like listening to each person's story and having to sort of think on your feet, like yes. what is the best treatment or intervention or assessment or even questions to ask to this person who has this diagnosis. And mm-hmm. I think it's very, I felt like I just learned a lot within those eight hours.
1: Mm-hmm. You see so many different um, conditions. And then the responses, you can use a template. Um, my CI, she gave me a template of what to go through. And at first you're kind of, um, or I was kind of at least thrown off because I had my own rhythm at the sniff. And when I tried to use that over here at the acute, it was kind of different. So she said, here, try this out, go by, it. it wasn't necessarily a script, but kind of boxes asking about what their prior levels were, who they live with, what their home, you know, looks like. And every single client's going to be different. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. either give you exactly what you need every box and okay, we're going to get this done evaluation or you'll get the clients who are, you know, Hey, I need to go to the bathroom before you can even get your name out. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, when you come back, then, you know, they're, having a conversation with you and you haven't even introduced who you were, or what discipline uh, you yeah, are yet. Yeah. And it's been 15 minutes in a room. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, um, it's very fun to figure out you know, what you're going to do in those situations as a student,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, especially when your CI is not in the room <laughs> because yeah. you have to, you know, think on your feet. <laughs> How is that?
0: Like, how, like, how long did it take you to feel like, I guess, more confident in just being in there by yourself? Because I know it would take me, you know, mm. a little bit to just get used to and just know that I have that, you know, I do have the skill set I need yeah. to do that. It's just take some time.
1: It, it depends, <laughs> as Dr. Quigg loves to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> because sometimes you feel so confident in, say, a transfer that you did with someone who was you know, obese and you're just a lot smaller, but you did it. You made that happen. And then you have to do a transfer with someone who is, you know, completely in your realm of um uh body mechanics to do that but then they have an iv line and then maybe they have a catheter maybe they have you know a foley or an in going on so how am i going to gay plan that by myself and they're using a walker um do repetitions taking mm-hmm. your um, labs a little bit more seriously. Um, sometimes as a student, especially I, I fell into this category sometimes where it's like, I just want to be out of here. I just mm-hmm. want to leave school for a second. Um, but staying in a, on those times and getting like your repetitions down for doing your transfers, uh, really getting um, like your log rolls down, it seems so easy. But with someone who has, I did this today, someone who had a trachea had a trache, and was had a... Um, it was a, a nasal cannula and it was a couple different hoses. They can't get up because he also had um, abdominal sutures. So we're not just mm-hmm. going to get up. We have to log roll and make sure that he stays in posture and, um, is positioned correctly. And if we do this or he's pulling down, um, or you're pulling him down on the bed, you got to make sure he's not going to slide <laughs> off. Yeah. So sure. I can do it with, you know, a elderly woman who's just had a hip surgery because I've done that so many times and I can game plan but for someone who like I haven't dealt with burns I would not feel confident at all (laughs) right (laughs) now at the moment I would go in there with some confidence but I'd say after week four you feel okay you're like I can I can do this I have a rhythm my CI is not yelling at me so much (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! Um, don't take the criticism and they have to give you criticism because of your CI because that's
0: the only way we're going to learn anyway
1: right it don't be so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. We're new at this. So, and we're not even out there yet. So when you're working in field work, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to take questions that seem so silly at times in your head to say, just to say them and get them out now. Because in the real world, I mean, people will take time with you, but then you're getting documented on as well. This person may not have known this or their skill levels were that. Some productivity is low. So it gets a little bit more um real when you're in the real world and your mistakes start to show a little more so
0: right yeah we just had our uh simulation over midterm oh, yeah, and that was fun. <laughs> it It definitely felt like real world like holy cow like i i should have been more prepared i should have done this i should have mm-hmm. done this and now i kind of feel like i know more now what i'll sort of be like in field work and i think mm-hmm. that's definitely helped me so yeah ed i
1: freaked out royally on my simulation, <laughs> <laughs> our patient he had COPD and uh, he had a, like a CO2 level on and a pulse ox. And that's what, and yep,
0: that's what we had. And s- I,
1: really, <laughs>
0: ours, yeah, ours kept beeping, and yeah. I was like freaking out. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs>
1: it's one thing you don't know, yeah, going into the acute. Like you, in the in the sniff, there weren't as many. There, you have the heart monitors, and you have some EKGs there, or um, some pulse oxes that may go off, um, but you really don't have chair alarms. Whereas acute care, I'm like. Almost every person has a bed alarm or chair alarm mm-hmm. and something that's a- attached to them that's just going to start beeping like, I don't know how to turn this off. Where's your nurse? <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I'd be afraid to like unplug the wrong thing or something.
1: Right. And they, the patients usually know what's going on. They can you know, talk you through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just haven't, we haven't worked with people enough who are in, that s- are in those settings to say, hey, what's going on with this or what's going on with that? You're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So freak <laughs> out. Why am I, can't, why can't I move? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were times oh, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. but that that got, got over with, like I said, experience and asking questions. There's times, um, after lab, I got with the CODAs in class or I got with, um, different people who had that experience and I said, Hey, give me max of a person with left side, um, neglect. Give me um, someone who's just had a cabbage with sternal precautions. Um, let me do those uh, transfers or let's go to the commode or let's go to the bed so I can see the mobility so I can have at least some type of reference point once I get with those patients.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you've had that patient once, going in there a second time is not as scary. Like if you have yes, to you know, yes. do more therapy the next day, and I feel like that's where you can build your strengths, mm-hmm. your confidence.
1: Rapport, like in long-term, is a little bit easier, I think, because you'll be with those patients for a longer time. Mm-hmm. Um, re, um, inpatient rehab, you have a longer period, like three hours with a patient sometime. Um, sniff, you get an, an hour per day. Um, so you, when you have those caseloads, it's nice when you have repetition. Um, at the skilled nursing, um, it was less, CODAs were more face time with the patients than the OTs. So the OTs were on evals, recertifications, um, uh, discharge. There was another one, but I can't remember. And then with the Q, I hardly ever see patients twice. It's an eval. And I refer, it's like in and
0: out very quickly.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's not as long as the sniff. I wouldn't say quickly. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's c- because of the things you need, oh, I need a gown, or I need this, or this person needs to be cleaned up and I don't have mm-hmm. the, the necessary tools. So that's going to take some time. Um, but yeah, in terms of being in there with the patient, you yeah, time is shorter and acute than it is with the sniff. So the rapport is not as much. Um, mm-hmm. if you can like see someone and kind of get some quick rapport about them, uh, some of the patients have been from California and they're like, all right, Mike, go in there because uh, we're not, we're having a hard time. So and
0: you can relate. yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and, and sometimes you, you, you're not really tricking a patient, but you know, they don't want to work with you. And so you kind of talk to them a little bit and they get annoyed with you. So they sit up in bed and oh, well, that's bed mobility oh. <laughs> and they go to grab a muffin or something off the table and I'm, that's functional reaching right there right? and self feeding. So even though you're refusing me quote unquote, I'm mm-hmm. going to take that eight minutes and take my one unit. <laughs>
0: yep
1: <laughs> call it an eval <laughs> yeah
0: i mean hey whatever works so to help him exactly
1: so. exactly actually we did get a good placement for him he um just one of those patients that was difficult at first <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's where i feel like we really learn
1: <laughs> right and when we're flexible and other people um our other disciplines sometimes kind of just take the uh superficial um Emotions that are coming from a patient, um, you'll see that sometimes. I mean, OTs we're, we're kinda <laughs> we are kind of great. We kind of see when someone's having anxiety during a transfer. We kind of mm-hmm. see when someone's having, um, a little bit more difficulty putting on their sock or just walking frustration in general, not that PTs don't, <laughs> not that SLP doesn't, um, but we, during those times we can kind of, um, offer some more encouragement, mm-hmm. which kind of sometimes is seen more in our discipline than others.
0: Oh, that's very cool. I'm I'm really excited to be in your position very <laughs> soon within, I guess, like well, a little more than a few months, but mm-hmm. very close. <laughs> I'm counting down. <laughs>
1: you are it's it's going to be great. I had the same feelings in as I was um talking to ce 4 in your position last year. Yeah. I can't wait to be there and the same thing I'm going to tell you is what they told me is it's going to go by so fast. 12 weeks or well this the rest of this semester and the next semester with your PEDS lab or M, um, um peds week is yes. your oh, what is it the mm, field work that's yeah. what it is yeah. <laughs> words sometimes just don't sorry talk.
0: i was not also no. <laughs> i was like wait, words. no yeah. problem
1: but yeah that field work and um your level 2a then level 2b's will mm-hmm. start up and you're like wow cap and gown <laughs> like yeah. i'm picking up tomorrow <laughs>
0: wow that's that's so crazy to think i feel like i just started here
1: yeah yeah i kind of just like blink of an eye and um you'll see you know a lot of the cohort going out there and doing things and you'll be maintaining connections is key because that you know group me chat when i need a neurological you know um, treatment does anyone have any ideas or i'm in the nicu i didn't think i was going to be here what do i do Um, those are lifelines that you'll definitely need
0: well just a wrap up do you have any advice for you know us c6 or anyone else about to enter into field work or maybe like anything that you wish you knew before going into yeah uh,
1: definitely be patient um, with getting your sites sometimes that's difficult especially with the pandemic um, yes there's different rules with the vaccine in different areas so dr swanson's literally doing magic tricks to get everyone placed um and she's gotten it done so mm-hmm. so far so good um be patient and when you're going into settings just to have I, i've i had little expectations just so i can receive every single uh, okay. point that someone's trying to make i don't want to go in there with a type of judgment where oh this was um successful before going to do it again here no kind of just take it in as can
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your experiences. Yes,
1: no problem. Thanks for uh, having me on. (laughs) Gives me
0: hope and it gets me pumped. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. Um, Be sure to uh, email us at uh, msot at gmail.com. And we'll see you soon. Thanks a lot.